what is up, people? Believe it. Hey, believe it or not, <laughs> I think we might actually record a podcast today. There we are. Yeah, post mode, uh, post post mortem number. This is to be start live. Thanks. <laughs> I've been off the game, but out of the game. You really have been off lately. I the only reason I agreed to do this podcast was, I think we needed a little intervention for you. What? Why? I you know I. I think the drinking has got to stop. Get out. No, I'm serious. The drinking of the podcast fluids? All I know is about five days ago, we had a chat, and I'm pretty sure you were either high or drunk. What? Get out. What are you talking about? I, I have the transcript right here. <laughs> it, you said, I see what they're saying, but retinas seems like clear, clear <laughs> focus for Apple right now. Even Tiger's capable of retina display UI for high-res monitors. Tiger, really, Ray? <laughs> I had to correct you. No, I think you're talking about Lion there, Ray. Yeah, yeah. And then a little bit later on, oh, dude, it's a great game. It's called F- F- Fireheart. <laughs> oh, I just love Fireheart so much. Like, you mean you mean Battleheart, Ray? It, does this make it work worse <laughs> that I was at work? <laughs> well, Tim, to get back onto an exciting show. Yeah. Uh, it's wonderful to be able to talk with you again. Yeah, well, I'm glad you finally sobered up and <laughs> and got things together to record a yeah, show. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Well, what do you want to start with? There's a few things we can go over. I know we kind of left on a cliffhanger last episode of Did we? Ray's going to Haiti. Yes. And then nothing ever happened. Yeah. What happened? You made Where'd it back go? unless you're recording from Haiti right now. Uh, boy, trouble in the Middle East. That's my report, Tim. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, is Haiti uh, in the Middle uh, East? I didn't no, think it it's was. not. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> quiet. And uh, yeah, it was good. What do you know? What do you want to know? I want to know everything. Oh my goodness! Give me the highlights. Uh, highlights. What were there? Well, okay. So we teamed up with. This will be short, but we teamed up with the YWAM base that was already established in Port-au-Prince, and we helped paint and build six houses wow. that would house 12 families. Awesome. Um, and the idea was that if we could get these houses built by our last day, that a group from, I believe, Finland would donate another $36,000 to build another pod of houses. The plan was to build 12 pods of houses, each pod containing six houses, which would house 12 families. Oh, wow. um, and so we were able to get it done by then, and the Finland team has donated two additional payments of 36000 at this point. So it's pretty cool. That was very, awesome. very nice. Uh, granted, all we ever did was paint for pretty much the whole thing. But you're an expert was, now, right? I, a, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> well, see, we had this, we had like this horrible water-based paint, which wouldn't really soak into the building, and then we had this really terrible oil-based blue paint, and we didn't really have gloves or good paint brushes, so we just had this blue paint all over us that we'd have to use gasoline to wash off. <laughs> oh, so I don't geez. know what kind of physical harm has been done to my body over that <laughs> over I'm that sure time. It's all but lead-based paint, Ray. So we'll see what happens in a few years. But yeah, so that was good. Um, downside is, you know, a lot of people were like, "What painting? I came here to hold babies and to, <laughs> you know, do wonderful things that I wanted to do when I came to Haiti." And it's like, people, where are your priorities at? You know, so I had to kind of lay the beat down and be like, why are you here? It's not for yourself. That's right. And uh, does it feel different being back in a privileged uh, country? The way my mind works on a trip like that still seems to be different from other people's minds. Um, let me let me put it to you this way. At you one point think during, differently than other people? What? I don't yeah, believe it. Newsflash, shock. <laughs> like, for example, they have those tent cities, correct? They just live in tents right now. And one of the people on the trip was like, Ray, 
could you imagine living in this tent? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I could see that work. I mean, people do, obviously. Right. You know, it, it's this strange thing of what do we do when we go camping? We live in tents, right? And it's like, it's fun. It's like, a, oh, it's a get away from all the busyness. And to, yeah, to, but that's because you know that in three days you're going to be back in your cozy little uh, bed, right? A little bit. But see, that's like an Americanized right. feeling of like, what is good to have? You know, it's like, look, we can build some houses, but what if there's another earthquake and the houses do crumble down, right? Sure. You'd actually be safer to live in a tent than you would to be living in a house at that point. Am I correct on that? Really? They're lucky. <laughs> okay. Don't, <laughs> don't get this way on me. <laughs> you don't have to go there. I mean, there's, right. There's certain things. It's like, you know, okay, medical attention is very much needed, but there's other times where we're like, you ever see those commercials, uh, a really poverty stricken kid. Uh, and he looks really sad. He's got dirt all over him. He's naked. He has no shoes. There's like a fly right. on his face. And you're like, wow, this, this is bad. Like, like I need to help. But once we were there and we see them in their elements, you're like, okay, so you're not wearing clothes because it's friggin' hot and it's actually pretty <laughs> nice to not have clothes on. Um, you got a fly in your face because there's flies everywhere. And if you swat one off your face, it's just going to come back. So eventually you just learn to live with it, you know, sure. and you're all dirty. Cause like, it's just really friggin' dirty over there. Like anything you do is like, man, I'm dirty again. Like you can't take the same mentality of I'm going to take a shower once a day or something. And like no shoes. Like we had them play soccer against some of our more athletic guys and they basically just beat the snot out of us and we had <laughs> shoes on and they didn't. And it's like, man, how are they able to run around with no shoes? I don't get it. It's like, well, when you grow up without shoes, you learn to live with no shoes and you get pretty good at living with no shoes. Whereas us, we have these cushioned, you know, Michael Jordan sneakers. And it's like you take your shoes off and like walking on gravel is like walking on broken glass. You just don't know what to do. You're totally paralyzed. It's it's like in that way, they're better than us. They can actually survive barefoot really well comparatively. And uh, it's strange. It's a strange yeah. thing. Well, um, that's a cool experience you're able to have. Would you go back? If I was called to go back, I would. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, again, going on missions trips like isn't my thing. I'm not a big, uh, hey, let's go. Like, Because so, some people really wanted to go because it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, we get to do lots of fun things in Haiti. And uh, they were sorely disappointed that um, <laughs> life is not fun. Uh, so when you go, it's really a huge expectations thing. Can I just get there real quick? I, sure. I, I can't tell you how much this happens. But at the end of the trip... One of the people who I'm good friends with was like, you know what? I'm sorry about this and this and this. And it's like Ray always says, it's problems with expectations. I had expectations when I showed up and they kind of laugh about it. You know, like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like what Ray always says. Big friggin deal. And I'm like, <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Like, you don't <laughs> listen to me when I tell you months in advance. Hey, be careful about your expectations. Oh, shut up, Ray. Stop being oh, funny. Ray. You and your expectations. Who cares? And then at the end of the trip, it's like, I'm sorry. I had an expectation problem. I didn't mean that. It's like, just would you listen to me and just do it uh, uh anyway it was a good trip how about you tim i hear you're moving uh yeah it's been an interesting uh year so we had january was a new baby mm -hmm. and he, he's doing well so elijah and lily we got two elijah little two little yep. polywogs now so february was sarah having a surgery to repair a hernia and now march should be moving hopefully and uh we've been packed since january so we're kind of living on the bare, not, I don't want to say the bare minimum because you just went to Haiti. So <laughs> <I can't say> <laughs> right, right. We only have one HDTV in that yeah. house right now. Yep. No. Um, yeah, I'm recording this podcast on 
your microphone that you kindly gave me for Christmas is in a box. Uh oh. So this is a rock band microphone. <laughs> Unbelievable, <laughs> Tim. Unbelievable. Remember that picture I posted a long time ago? Of Where you that, duct taped like, a microphone to a to vacuum, vacuum cleaner? cleaner? <laughs> yeah. It feels a little bit like that. Okay. So, you didn't do yeah. it again. No, I'm just holding uh, it right now. But uh, <laughs> you're oh god. Yeah. Um, I might break out break out into song any moment. Now. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, um, you, are you being graded while you're talking on how well you're performing? Yeah. Well, the vote, you know, the the little line that goes up and down depending on your tone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's at the very bottom all the time. I don't know what that's all about. I think that's just your favorability rating from the fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it's been busy, but uh, but good times. Well, good. Well, Tim, do we have an upcoming comic happening at all? It seems like we did one post mortem comic and then disappeared. Ray did uh, did present an idea. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we're going to do it. Okay. Be expecting that sometime in 2011. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, Which might I add about, about expecting things in years. Uh, the iPhone did come out on Verizon. I guess a fan was like, is it 2020 yet, Ray? Because we've already got the iPhone on Verizon. Because I think at one point I said, just expect to see it in 2020. Am I correct? Right. Yeah, and when was like the that. iPhone first released? 2006, I believe. It was a five-year wait. Yeah. So really, when you think of it as like expected 2020, 2011 wasn't too bad, was it? No, it was great. But, but when you think about it like it's coming out in I three months. Now. Yeah, it's coming out like in six months it'll be here. Boy, it's a whole lot worse, isn't it? It's funny. It kind of happened really unceremoniously, you know? Right. Just, and oh, in yeah. S- in some ways, it was like <laughs> for a, the longest time, People were like, well, I want an iPhone, but I'm still stuck on my Verizon plan for another two years or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But guess what? It was five years later. Now it comes out. And people are like, I'm still stuck on my plan. You know, <laughs> like, couldn't you have switched by now? Well, it's, it's funny because it didn't seem like such a big deal because by the time it finally came out on Verizon, Verizon had a lot of Android phones that people raved about. And right. It's kind of, things have kind of changed. Like everyone else sort of caught up to Apple as far as smartphones. Not but I really. Will, well, uh, that's, there's a caveat. So I will say this. Um, I've had an iPod Touch for years now, and I love it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, the iPad 2 was announced. Yes. And I've always th- I've been starting to think about, you know, I sold my MacBook. Would I, would I ever replace that with a, a tablet? Mm-hmm. And so I thought, well, we'll see what the iPad 2 looks like. And... Really, honestly, not that impressive compared to the first iPad. Am I right? Right. So what I did do, though, is I got a Nook Color. Okay. 200 bucks. It's an Android tablet, 7-inch tablet. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's a great piece of machinery. But, you know, I'm very new to Android. And I will say this. I can't, I can't imagine why anyone would ever choose Android over iOS. Mm. I just can't. I, I don't see it because uh, the, the quality that comes out of iOS because of the control they have, I believe. Right, right. You, you do have more choice, but the quality of the apps is just kind of not there. I, right. I don't know if you've played with Android at all. but I really haven't. I haven't had any desire to. You know, I, I, I have so many apps on, on my iPod Touch. I'm like, oh, I wonder if that app is on Android. And it's either right. not there or there's a knockoff version of it right. that looks like crap or you know a lot of the apps that are fun on the ios are just just beautiful looking mm-hmm. apps like even like note-taking apps and to-do list apps like they're just pretty you yes yeah and they're they're fun to use and i yes. you know the thing that came out of the ipad 2 announcement like you see the the garage band mm-hmm. and, and the the new iMovie or whatever it's called moving on up that's what i would call that you yeah. know, it's like like we're making progress here. Like yeah. the iPad 2 is not this is it, but it's like the good news is 
we're moving forward with this and we're sure. getting better things. We're, we're making it tighter. You know, there's a thing about, there's something about the user interface of the iPad that's, that's not specific enough to the iPad, in my opinion. I see. Yeah, I agree. But no one ever asks, I don't understand how to use such and such on my iPhone very often. They can usually figure it out. If they just spend a couple moments and see what all the buttons are on the screen, they can right. do it. And there's a, and if they don't, then there's other friends who are like, hey, let me show you. I want to teach you because it's fun. And when you see how to do it, you'll be happy and rewarded. And I can give mm-hmm. that to you. And you've got like this little discipleship program happening between all these iPhone and iPod Touch users. Um, and you just don't have that kind of an experience on, on the Android. Yeah. And, I, I, you know, I, but that was what was so interesting to me is when it came out, they're like, well, everyone was like, this isn't a very good tablet, you know. No one's going to want this because it's not a very good tablet at what it does. And Apple's like, it's not a tablet. It's something else. And they're like, no, no, no. It's a tablet and it's bad. And then it outsold everything. And so you're like, maybe tablet isn't really what people want. Yeah, I don't, you know, it's, I think what people want is an iPad, but with a, just a little more streamlined interface. For, like my, my issue, and I think we'll see this in the iPad 3, is I don't want an iPod touch with a huge screen that, that has icons mm-hmm. all spaced out. I want a little more control i mean you have so much real estate there on the screen to, yes. to have things like yep. widgets on the on your home screen or to be able to just customize the look and feel of it when you have that much room you should be able to customize the look and feel of the device with an iphone it's like it would be nice to have a little more customization but the screen's only so big there's only so much you can do with the information you see you know um, so right. I think you, you will see an I, a version of iOS that, that's much more uh, geared towards an iPad. But mm-hmm. um, but I'm bored. Okay. Let's move on, Tim. Let's talk about games. Well, BitTrip Flux just came out. Yeah, that game is fluxed up, you know? How dare you? <laughs> Save your jokes, Tim. Well, I, you know, I'm holding a microphone. I, I'm either going to sing or, or turn into a stand-up comedian. So, And now performing, give it up, Tim Harding. Thank you very much. You know, I was the other night, I was... Uh, You're going to have to finish that. No, I don't. I, I don't you know. have to finish it. The other night, I was lonely and... <laughs> I curled up with a good book. You're giving your testimony now is what you're saying. Um, All right. Bit trip flux. Is good. Good send off to the series. That's Um, right. That's the last one, isn't it? That's it. It's over. And uh, they've incorporated a lot of great things in that game. It's, you know, basically the first game, but a little harder and a little different. Um, Lots of elements throughout the series kind of combined into this title. And I think whenever they release all six games as one complete package, you Which should just they pick it up. Should. They definitely they will. should do You that. know they will. But uh, what's nice about Pitchford Flux is that they've got a really interesting storyline going on throughout these six games that's a little mysterious. Hmm. People don't quite understand it so well. And I think it's interesting how when the game was over, I was a little bit short of breath, but I wasn't quite sure what had happened. And I was like, I'm kind of touched emotionally, but I don't really understand why. But that was pretty cool. If I but if at, I walked into this conversation halfway through, I would have thought you were talking about Lost. <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't really get it, but I was touched emotionally. Right. And I was out of breath. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lost, such such potential. Oh uh, yes. Well, I've been. Um, let's see. I I got all 120 stars in uh, Mario Galaxy Two. Mm-hmm. 
Congratulations. Stupid green stars showed up. You don't like the green stars, huh? Well, I'm like, <sighs> do I really want another 120 stars in this game? <laughs> right. The first game, there was, what, three green stars? Something like that. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. So, but they were different. They were I, different. I, yes. They, they were actual levels, not just hide and go right. seek. Which After you beat the first galaxy, it's like, go through it all again. At least this time, it's like, go through it all again, but in a different way. You need to find these stars that are scattered around. Yeah. And know. and at first, I was... A, I was happy that there was more to the game, because of sure. course I got 120 stars in like six hours or whatever. Oh. I don't even remember. But I just massacred that game. I'm like, oh, good. There actually is more to this. And then... Uh, but there was, it was like, oh, it's like a hunt, uh, hide and seek sort of mode. Like, uh, whatever. But as I got into it deeper, there was a lot of payoff to that. They were very, they did a lot of really cool things with it where you really had to think about how do I get to that star? That's ridiculous. Like, yeah, how I, does it work? I am finally, like the first couple levels, I was just kind of annoyed because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, the camera sucks. So you can't yeah. look over here. So that's where the, right. we're going to hide the star. <laughs> right. Like, that's super lame. Okay. <laughs> Just because I can't turn the camera, the, you can kind of see the glow of a star if you look just yes. right. So I don't want to sit, I don't want to sift through a, a level like going one mile an hour just trying to find a star. That's not fun. But mm-hmm. when they're in plain sight, but they're hard to get to, those are fun. So you mm-hmm. might have to triple jump over disappearing blocks and then do a spin move. And that's, so that's like, there is a little challenge to those. So I appreciate those more. There than is that. one challenge where you have to obtain and keep your cloud power up throughout the entire level in order to make it to the end without spin jumping or else you'll waste it, sure. you know, to be able to use the clouds to reach a star. That's cool. It's very cool. So stuff like that. I'm like, this is nice. This is a good challenge. And uh, you'll probably like it more as you keep going. That's good. You just have more Mario, Tim. There you go. Well, Lily still loves her Mario. So mm-hmm. um, good. In other game news, I don't know if you heard, Tim, but uh, Sonic 2 HD Remix is coming out, I believe. Are we talking about a, an official game from Sega? No, it's a fan project. Oh, yeah, I've seen that, yeah. Yes, what do you think? It looks great. Right? Oh, yeah. Now, is it actually coming out like they're done? Uh, I be- <sighs> or, or we have the first level done. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good, because we haven't seen anything else yet. I, f- I feel like it's coming out relatively soon. They've had a developer blog and kind of talking about why we made the changes that we did. And you can see them like going through multiple types of artwork for what Sonic will finally look like. Mm. And at first I looked at them like, why did you do that? But as they explained it, they're like, you know what? We wanted to find a mix between the sprite and like the character artwork that was in the manuals at the time. Like, hmm. like their depiction of what Sonic looked like during that time period mixed with the artwork itself. Um, it's very cool. And they're like, okay, yeah, I see this. This is neat. And they haven't shut, been shut down yet by Sega on this one? Not, not yet. If Sega was smart, they would buy it from them and release it. Oh, they should, yeah. But yeah, very smart decisions being made there. It's a very exciting project to see uh, fans it- do the right thing and do it for excellence. I feel like five years ago, somebody would put together a screenshot and they'd be like, everyone would get excited, like, oh, they're going to do this. And then nothing would ever happen from it, you know? But but you actually get demos and real levels. And I mean, you look at the uh, new Super Mario Brothers hacks, right. you know, and, and there's just some really cool stuff there. And mm-hmm. y- you see this now in like Little Big Planet 2, where whole games are recreated within that game, you know? Like, I think uh, I saw Plants vs. Zombies was recreated in in uh, Little Big Planet 2, and it's just kind of crazy mm-hmm. what... I guess what where, where technology is at and where uh, gaming is at with the enthusiasm that, that gamers have, it's, it's kind of cool. 
I feel like this generation is going to have a better sense of how valuable freedom is as they grow up because they're going to have learned all this through the internet. You know, once you start putting the cap on what you can and can't do on the internet and things like that, people are going to be like, hey, wait a minute. The, the internet's not going to be so great now. Like, you're taking away our power and our freedom. Right. For example, um, confession time. I saw the Justin Bieber movie last night. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. It, it was Lindsay's idea. Uh huh. Just FYI. Uh huh. It was a very good movie, might I add. Enjoyable. Have you? Has there ever been a movie released in theaters where there's both a, a version and a director's cut version? I don't know. Uh, like that was because there were two names. Like I don't know what's what. We clicked on one and then we start watching it. <laughs> it's like Justin Bieber never say never 3D. The director fan cut edition for oh the fans. They're like, wow. God dang it! <laughs> it's an extra hour long or something. Yeah. So it did. It went on a little absurdly long, and I was like, I just assume it's because the director's cut. I'll just assume there's too much here. <laughs> but in that, they, you know, the producer that was fishing around Judge, uh, Justin Bieber trying to make him a star. Um, all the record labels were saying no. They're like, no, 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 not marketable, not worth it, not the right age group. You need to go to like Nickelodeon or something. You know, you, you need to put them in that system. Hmm. And he's like, I don't want the machine. Like, th- he's like, do you guys realize no one watches Nickelodeon anymore? Like, it's a very small amount of kids. You right. know how many kids are on YouTube watching YouTube videos yeah. and making YouTube videos and posting comments and Twittering? It's like, there's this huge power horse that you guys are just not even a part of. And so they went that route. And that's why he's as big of a star as he is, basically, because it's like, hey, I'm going to be playing at this radio station. You know, 20 girls show up, Hmm. then 40 girls show up, then 100, then malls are being, you know, (laughs) filled with girls. And because it's a huge problem and everyone's like, I don't understand how this happened. They didn't use Nickelodeon. They didn't use the system that we've created that we think is right. And it's like you old people don't get the young people stuff like it's always like no we know it's right if you're not doing it our way then you're doing it the wrong way and chances are you will do it the wrong way but there's a better way that can be done that the top people don't understand very well Hmm. and you see those mistakes of they try to use twitter but it's in the wrong way then they don't understand why twitter is good like they don't get it and i think that's the kind of power of you know fan projects and things like that can really work out on the other hand you have things in the internet like uh internet petitions not so great don't really help anything. Charlie Sheen. Just the voice of a generation right there, <laughs> that guy. So did you enjoy the movie? That's my question. It was a very enjoyable movie. And when it is it, it your favorite movie of all time? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> but we did see it in 3D, might I add. Um, Does that really like, need to be in 3D? <laughs> Come on. The answer is no. Uh <laughs> Number two is there were no 2D showings to watch. That was the that was the main thing we uh, had to watch in 3D. Now, I will say this. I would say about 25% of that movie was in 3D. The rest was 2D. So they at least had the brains to go, you know what? Not everything needs to be 3D. Sure. The shots of fans, these kind of home videos, we don't need it to be in 3D. We'll just use flashy 3D titles. And so, yeah, it didn't need to be, but at least they were smart about, at least they realized it didn't need to be and accommodated the majority of the movie that way. Um, you know what the next thing in movies is? I don't know if you've seen this yet. Have smelling? You, have you heard of, no, have you heard of D-Box? Is that, a, is that a new rapper? No, it's like Rumble, I think, for your for the movie theater. <laughs> My local theater is okay. getting it like next week or something. So, But I thought Rumble was a technology of the past, that's, like old uh, generation stuff. What, I don't think any Sony movie. Let's just say no Sony movies are probably <laughs> using it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, like your seat shakes in an intelligent way when certain things happen right. on the screen. That's, no, listen, people. 
screw the seats. Get me an HD screen in there. That's what I want. 4K screens? You don't have any 4K screens in Oregon? No. What is this number? This gibberish mathematical thing I don't understand. (laughs) 4K is like four 1080p TVs combined into a screen. And there's no lines in between? No, no, I mean, that's just the resolution. Like 1080p right. is HD, right? Whoa, whoa, so whoa, like, slow down. 1080p what? No, nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, this theater that came like a year ago, they're all high tech. So so they got the 4K screens and now they've got mm-hmm. the D-Box motion stuff. Interesting. So it's kind of, yeah. So you need. How to, rich of a world do you live in, Tim? Well, let me tell you. Do you know that in Haiti, people live in tents? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Well, in Newberry Park, we uh, we have rumble seats. So okay, all right, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I mean, that's the main thing for us is we go see movies. And we're like that was awesome. I can't wait to see it on Blu-ray. That's sad, right? That's really sad. Yeah, it is. It. it, it, it the point yeah. of movies is that it's supposed to be a better experience than you can it's have. It's supposed to be the home. way it was intended to be shown. You right, know, right? Yeah. Well, there you go. So Justin Bieber was intended to be in 3D. That's how it's going to be. Of course. I, I got to bring this about Bieber. Well, first of all, right before the movie started, guess what came on right before the movie started? Uh, I don't know. Miley Cyrus or something? No. You, if you knew me well, you'd know this. Black screen, no video, and the movie you are about to experience is the ultimate 3D oh, experience no. with a kinky little music. And it went on for like three <laughs> minutes. And I know I've been over this before. I'm like, why is this still playing? Five why years is someone now, telling me? Say that. <laughs> I was so irate. And Lindsay was just like, settle down. She's like holding me, <laughs> like trying to kiss me to get me to shut up. She's like rocking <laughs> you. <laughs> I seriously, she's like strapping me down. And like, <laughs> like here, here's a picture of Sonic. Just calm down. You right? start going to movies late, I think. <laughs> I know. It just I want next time I need to record it for to play to let people know that this exists in the world it's, and it's ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, one thing that it's in the Bieber movie I found very interesting is uh, he has this song. It's I, I can't remember it. That's why it's a good thing. Um, one less lonely girl. Crap. I remembered it. And <laughs> what they do is is when he sings this song, it's very romantic. They find one girl from the audience. That's mm-hmm. very difficult. And they pull her on stage to be like the girl that he hands the roses to oh. and that like he it's it's like this very loving how old you know, is he like, like 13 or something he's, he's like 15 or 16 i guess Ugh. and and you watch it i'm telling you man you watch this and you're kind of like you feel like that girl a little bit because you know <laughs> the camera's right no i'm, I'm serious because he's singing <laughs> let's just slow down is this because it's in 3d <laughs> <laughs> flowers come at you whoa <laughs> you can smell the roses your uh, seat starts rumbling because you're like all scared and freaked out by it but like he's done this like he's done like 200 plus shows right and yet you see him hand the roses to this girl and it feels very authentic and you're like this is crazy like i know it's not real how how he feels like like how this is supposed to feel to the girls not real of course she feels that way right she's on stage and like like and she's like covering her mouth because she's embarrassed. And he like gr- holds her hand and pulls it off her mouth, you know, to try to comfort her and like touches her shoulder and stuff. And it's like, how much emotional damage is this going to do to that girl? Like, right? I mean, <laughs> you think about date this. another guy because she'll think he's out there for Seriously, her. it's it's crazy. It's like, it, it's so nuts to watch that because you're like, this is wild. Like, this this is serious business. Like, no wonder all the girls love him. Like, he he's a total charmer. Like, he's just naturally charming. <clears throat> I better be careful what I say. And to, and you're just like, how will that affect that girl? What is going to come of that? And that's one of the cool things when you watch that movie is you think 
to have all this when you're 15 or 16, like to have it as good as Usher in a way, you know, it's like, this is nuts. How is that going to affect Bieber in the future? Yeah. You know, cause he seems like a very kind, wonderful kid who just, this is how he is. And this is what he, it, it's a very non-manufactured artist. It's very interesting. It, it's a, it's a good movie. I, I recommend well, you, it. You know what? In, in five years, we're going to see, you know, him doing the Lindsay Lohan, you know, all hopped up on something and <clears throat> you don't know, but it could be, could be. Yeah. Has he ever responded to any of your fan mail? Well, he signed a picture of Sonic that I drew. It, <laughs> it's on my wall. I'd like to see his face built into a Sonic body singing. I can send you the screenshot. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> That's the next comic, isn't it? That's my next brawl hack. <laughs> I've been working on it. Sonic Which, by the way, Bieberized. one sticker left in brawl. I know. You told me. That's amazing. We looked through the notices. We... I, I basically we cleared every single challenge there was in that game in the first four months or so, right? Except for this one. So like three years later, <laughs> of just continuous weekly play, over 650 hours logged. There's one sticker left to collect. It's what, very exciting my time. Is, what are you going to do once you've got that sticker? <clears throat> Kill yourself? You know, I I hadn't thought about that yet. <laughs> oh no. Huh. You know what? Maybe by the time you get that sticker, they'll have announced the next Smash Brothers game. And then you can just obsess over that until it we comes out. We can only out. hope. I'll sit in a chair and Sakurai will come to me with flowers and caress my shoulder. Do you, th- do you think they'll announce... When, I mean, when do you think they would announce the next one? Oh, new new Wii console, probably. Yeah. Or maybe like a 3DS title. I could, I could see, see it on 3DS, yeah. I could see a 3DS title first, yeah. Especially since Sakurai has been working on the Kid Icarus game for 3DS. He has like a history That's with true. it now. And, hmm. and okay, can I give a Black Doom award? Yeah, as long as it's not to the uh, Super Smash Land. <laughs> Black Doom award, Tim. Can I get some evil, sinister laughter? Did that work in that microphone? It was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give my Black Doom award to Super Monkey Ball 3DS, whatever it is. And just think about this concept. You have a game that is tilt control sensitive to roll your ball. And you also have a screen that's in 3D when you look at it at the right angle. Oh, no. I wonder what will happen when you move your screen around and you can't see the game very well because the pixels get all meshed and blurred because you're not looking at the right angle. Why would you do that? Yeah, you know, there was another game that that relies heavily on the gyroscope and they decided not to do it in 3D. That's like, that's right. smart. Because that's what you do. The gimmick in the game is the gyroscope. You don't need to make it 3D also. I mean, you're going to have to like attach your head to the 3DS so that you move right. it the same, in the same uh, angle, right? It's so frustrating to see Super Monkey Ball go down the drain like this. Like, I really well, enjoyed the second game on GameCube. Yeah, I know, it's been a long since time. Since the it's GameCube, been, it's pretty much yeah, been crap. Right? It's been going downhill constantly. But th- this is just another example of, hey, gimmick, gimmick, gimmick. Oh, do yeah. it. Old franchise. Press it in. Make it so. And it's like, I, I'm so sick of... Uh, I'm sick of it. I really am. Well, I guess that's why it's a good thing they don't do the same thing with Smash Brothers. You only get one every five years, but it'll be good. So you never tried Super Smash Land, huh? Nah, I just don't care. I was really impressed. Super Smash Land, for those of you who don't know, Tim. Is a demake of Super Smash Brothers. It's supposed to be like a GameCube, or I'm sorry, Game Boy version. And it looks the part, certainly. Um, I think there's only four selectable characters, which makes sense. There should be less. It's like... 
pretend this franchise started on the Game Boy and that it only got better after that. But it's, I mean, it's not a Game Boy game. It's on the PC, so it, they right. they can make it run fast. But it right, it's it's really cool looking. I mean, I know it's not your thing that the whole D make thing, but I just don't care. Like, I don't care to have it go to a lamer old school style. I don't know. It's like I have a I have something better. You're I'm, too young I'm to like, understand. Maybe right? if it was portable on the iPhone, I'd be like, all right, sure. What the heck? You know, I'll, I'll mess around. Yeah. There's some achievements to have here, I guess. But again, five years ago, we would have seen a screenshot and thought, oh, that's cute. But it's actually a workable right. game. Yes. Right. And, and you know, I, I played around mm. with it and I'm like, this is it's tight. It, it works. It looks just like Smash Brothers, but, you know, made it for mm-hmm. the Game Boy. It's that's kind of neat. Yeah. So it's nice. Mm-hmm. Not something I'm into, but there you go. There you go. Well, Tim, if I can uh, switch topics a little bit. You always do. I'd love to go into this and please back me up. If you agree, <laughs> here's, here's the thing. <clears throat> I've been listening to a number of sermons from various pastors online. Okay. One of which is uh, Mark Driscoll from, I believe, Washington, Marcel church. Yes. Seattle. And at some point he went off into a little tirade about video games. Hmm. All right. Okay. And he was like, this is why playing video games is so stupid. And it's so unbelievable to me. He's like, you have a whole bunch of people who get together and work as a team to overcome a challenge, to win something that has no reward in real life, basically. And you spend all these hours has plugging away. Has he ever heard of Xbox achievements? <laughs> Come on. There's definitely a reward. <laughs> <laughs> and he just went off on it for a little while about, about that, basically. You know, like these lots of guys and now girls spending all their time working together to achieve nothing when they could be using all that hard work, skill, and talent towards real achievable things that would help our society, help each other, things like that. Correct? Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, he has a point. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I thought, couldn't you also say the same thing about sports? You could say it about anything. About anything. Any pastime, right? any you know, hobby, it's all pointless to somebody. Yes. If it's not something you enjoy, it's pointless, right? As one stand-up comedian said, you tell me I should go and like meet new people instead of playing video games, but who am I going to meet at 1 a.m. in the morning? Like, <laughs> It's a social thing to do. You go with your friends to the game or you watch it on TV. Right. Same thing with games, right? What bugs me isn't so much that, you know, okay, now Mark Driscoll bugs me or something. As much as it is, there's just this tone about video games that's still going on sure. where people don't really appreciate it and don't really appreciate those people who play it because there are extremes of people who abuse it and do lame stuff with it but then there's the good side of it like you and me tim the role That's models right. of a generation <laughs> oh wow yeah. you really put us on a pedestal right there not me our fans i'm just okay. speak i'm just reading from what they wrote buddy i agree I, I think it'll take until our generation is you know in our 40s or 50s um when when you've had games around long enough for everyone to understand like oh i remember when i used to play games as a kid or right had fun, you know, late at night with my friends playing Halo or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Th- there'll be that appreciation for it um, that that it's just so foreign to people, you know, again, over the age of maybe 40, uh, 45 right. or something like that. So, yeah, I think you, you do have a lot of people that just don't get it. And it's like, well, those are the same people that 
probably sit in front of the TV for three hours a night. Right. And and and, and, and watch sports look, and watch yeah. sports or whatever, you know, American Idol or something. And uh, and they're lecturing you on games. Like, right. OK, what's the it difference? It seems like they've made up their mind ahead of time about what games are, because for a while they just were that, you know, they're time wasters. You know, Pong isn't a great art achievement necessarily. And now we can look back and be like, you know what? It kind of is they're in one way or another. Yeah. But They've made up their mind on that. And as time has progressed, things have changed, but their definition hasn't. And so they're like, how could it be that? I don't understand. I was thinking about this like at church. Someone was playing the organ or the piano. And it's a really wonderful song. And I stopped for a second. And I was kind of freaked out because I'm like, this sounds like it would be really awesome end credits music for like a Final <laughs> Fantasy game or something. And I knew that if, if a video game had used this song in its credits... Video game fans all over would have been like, this is an awesome song. And they would have cherished it, remixed it, listened to it constantly. Since it's at church, they're like, eh, church organ, screw that, right? It's a similar right. thing, but backwards. And I, I feel like there's a whole generation of kids now who really truly appreciate art in a very different way than our parents are used to, where <clears throat> I can't tell you how many people I talk to where they're like, oh man, have you heard that orchestral version of this video game song? It's awesome. Mm-hmm. You're know, like, what? Kids loving orchestral music? You know? <laughs> like, our parents don't understand so. that, right? Yeah. It's like, you go to a video games live concert like we did, it's like, this oh, is yeah. awesome. Like, people are just missing it. Like, there's a serious appreciation for s- real art through video games right now, and people are missing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And uh, I don't know what else to say about that. Wow, you're my favorite co-host, Tim. I know. I'm a little rusty, you know? It's been a couple months. <clears throat> Do you have any prepared material, Tim, aside from your stand-up routine? Aside from your drunken uh, <laughs> stupor? Um, I don't think so. I just was going to be here and enjoy your company. Oh, well, thanks, Tim. Because it doesn't happen as often as it used to, ever since we broke up. Mm-hmm. So did you get your payment on the iPhone app? I did. That's crazy. That's nice, huh? It's weird. Good old, um, what's her name? Lace is paying the bills here. <laughs> paying them. Sure. Tell me more, Tim. Tell me your thoughts about what just happened. Well, Ray accused me of stealing all of his money. Oh, get and out. Okay, <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> you did. You said I was just filling the pool back up after the mm-hmm. second baby. Mm-hmm. But um, I was true to my word. You know, the, uh, <clears throat> the Sketch Nation shooter game that we had the uh, uh, Lace art pack in, or um, iPod Touch, iPhone. We actually, you know, I think we sold around 500 art packs or something. Yeah. Because we get, see, Apple takes 30%, so there's 70% left over, and we split that with the uh, the publisher. So, yeah, like 500 people said, I like this. Ray drew it. I like it. And, and I will buy it for a dollar. And I will pay a dollar for this. So And we're Ray not got, talking about the game itself. We're talking about just the art pack. DLC, which we... <laughs> Like they bought the game and they're buying a dollar's worth of a a, a, a new theme, basically, of different characters to use. And it's like, wow, that many people. It's a little weird. And it's funny just because we've always railed against downloadable content. (laughs) Right. right? There we are. But you know what? We may not have ever bought something like that, but we're glad that there's lots of you out there that do. Yeah, I know. I didn't. Artwork sucked. (laughs) Took one look at that. This is a shame. Uh Uh-huh. Tim, when are we going to make a lace? I know. It makes me think, right? Like, we need a lace game. If it's done right, it can be very fun. Right. And you know me. It would have to be done right. It would. (laughs) So, Tim, when's that project going to start? 
I don't know. I need to find somebody to make it. I'll just I'll just be the middle. I'll just be the middleman. Okay? <laughs> That's what I find interesting. Tim Tim will like tell me about. Oh, by the way, I've been partnering with so and so to help them with this. You're you're like the guy in the Bieber movie who saw Bieber on YouTube. That's right. And he's like, I'm gonna be rich off this kid. I'm gonna make it happen. <laughs> I'm gonna hook up with Usher and make this work. That's right. You're horrible. <laughs> Which, by the way, Someone's can I just say this? Right. Justin Bieber in that movie, he does this speech where he's like. Some people are going to tell you that you can't accomplish what you want to set out to do and that like, your dreams won't, will never make it. Well, I'm here to tell you, you're, you can make your dreams. Never say never, you know? Come on. And no. it's like, I'm like, you're the one I, in a million that actually got it. Right. right. It's like, well, yes, that is true for you, Bieber, because <laughs> you have this natural talent it of awesomeness that is, <laughs> and charm and good looks okay let's, let's move on <laughs> and, and it's like this isn't true for everybody like for no. most people it's like you know what you you will be good at something and try to achieve that dream but if i was like hey tim i dream one day i will breathe oxygen in outer space without wearing a helmet and you'll be like um not not a good idea I'll be like, you might, you might you want to stop it, Ray. <laughs> Just Stick follow your, your dream. dreams. Just right. follow it. It's like a Disney movie, isn't it? Don't they always say that? You know, like yeah. the moral of the story is follow your dreams and good right. things will happen or whatever. Yeah. It's like I'd love for some movie or someone to just some famous person to come out and say, you know what? Everyone's got these great dreams, but you know what? Just tuck it away and live a normal mm-hmm. life and just forget about it. I have different advice for everyone out there listening. I'm listening. <laughs> just you, Tim. <laughs> just All me right. for now. Well, I'll tell you, buddy. I can't tell you how many things I've ended up liking or feeling attached to. I'm like, this is a really cool idea. This is really neat. And then one day I find out, oh, that's actually kind of a ripoff of this. Or, oh, they took this idea and then they did this on top of it. And then you're kind of like, uh... I guess I don't like that as much now because I thought it was all of them. And now I find out mm, not really so much them. You know what I'm talking about? Can you give me an example? Uh, like, uh, let's say the Lonely Island. Mm-hmm. If you listen to their song, Like a Boss. First thing I do is talk to corporate, approve memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Which is hilarious. Like a boss. If you look online, there is a song, I believe, called Like a Boss, where it's very similar. And you're like, oh, I see. This was actually kind of a parody of that song. And you're like, oh, okay. Right. Still a funny song, still really good. But at the same time, you're like, oh, I thought they were more brilliant than what they really were. You know, mm-hmm. Here, here's what I would advise. Do something that doesn't require using garage band samples. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like this, this is my, this is my, my creed. You don't your creed. <laughs> this is my creed. I'm uh, sorry. I'm on a drunken rambling spree. Two <laughs> iPhones in my are. hand texting madly. <laughs> I like do something original and do it. Make it yours. We have too much. We have too many YouTube videos out there of people making what they call YouTube poop. All right. Where they're like, <laughs> I have no I have nothing to give. So I'm just going to make trash and put it online. No, stop. Don't clutter the airwaves. Right. Take the time to make something that really is yours, that stands apart. And that's why, like, when 2P Restart was going up and starting forward, what was our advice to them, Tim? Be your own self. Yes. We, thankful that you want to piggyback on our success. Yes, and that's very cool. But you can't do what we do. And it's not because we think you're worse or something. It's like, no, literally, like, you just aren't us. That's just how it is. And guess what? I'm not you. 
So do your thing, like make it your thing now, like take it in a direction that we couldn't, but that you can. And that will stand out so much better than, well, it's just a two start rip off or something. You know what I mean? Right. Yep. There's my life lesson. Well, here's my advice. Ready? <clears throat> I'm not listening. You know, Ray, you can spend your life looking back fondly on <laughs> what used to be. Wow. But that won't make a bit of difference today. Okay. <laughs> looking back should only help you look toward the future. <laughs> I, I can't just, say it with a straight face. <laughs> no, it should give you. <laughs> it should give you confidence to move toward to move forward with new plans. You've learned, you've grown. Now it's time to move on with and, your life. <laughs> and when you look back on Tupi Start, it should make uh, you smile. <laughs> oh gosh, this is the only advice I'm ever going to have for you. <laughs> you're like Ray. I said it once. I got nothing else, man. You, someday you're going to say. Tim, you know, things with Lindsay, blah, blah, blah. What do you think I should do? And I'm going to say, <laughs> Ray, you can spend your life like <laughs> I'm just going to memorize this and always repeat it back to you. Uh, uh, thanks, Tim. You've changed no my life. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, um, I think my daughter just woke up, so I think we should wrap it up. What do we got? All right. Uh, I just want to say Battleheart. The iPod Touch game. Oh, Fireheart is awesome. Yeah, it's a brave, brave heart, <laughs> brave fire battle. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out. That is a great game. I've only kind of just touched the surface here. So, isn't that with every game for you, Tim? No, I've I've actually been playing a lot of iOS games and killing them. Have you gone to the Eighth Island in Tiny Wings? I don't think so. No. See. <sighs> Did you, you get perfect everything in League of here League of Evil? Not yet, because there's no achievements set up for it. So why am I going to do anything in life if there's not an achievement for it? <laughs> I deserve question. to be recognized for all my hard work. That's right. I I agree. <clears throat> if so I paint just, houses, I deserve to see the the handing out of the keys ceremony. I agree. <laughs> okay. Sorry. My point is. I like League of Evil. That's all. Okay. All right. Listen, <laughs> I want to do a new comic. Tim needs to get that script made off I the will. idea yes. I gave. If you're right. not seeing a comic, please write to Tim. Tim at 2pstart.com. You know what? There are so many times when I've come to you with a comic idea and it just, just that doesn't happen. Do all caps when you type your letter. <laughs> if you want to see another dozen comic ideas that are awesome. <laughs> That I've come up with that are just <coughs> sitting there. Email Ray at 2bstart.com. Yeah. And right. then if you want me to push Ray to do it, you can PayPal me <laughs> your money and I will get on it. Mm, mm-hmm. Well, Tim, it's been a pleasure. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. We'll see you guys next time on a new episode of 2P Start Live. He's Tim. And he is Ray. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.